Hey there, Playbook listeners. It's Raghuman of Allen. Two big things we're watching on Wednesday, January 11th. By way of the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Democrats appear to flip key state Senate seat in Virginia Beach. Andrew Kane writes, Virginia Democrats appeared to flip a key state Senate seat in Virginia Beach on Tuesday night, expanding their edge in the chamber to 22 to 18 and making passage of new abortion curbs less likely in the session that starts Wednesday. Democrat Aaron Roos, a former NFL defensive back and a member of the Virginia Beach City Council, edged Republican Kevin Adams, a retired Navy lieutenant commander, in a special election for the seat of Republican Jed Kiggins, who was elected to Congress on November 8th, unseating U.S. Representative Elaine Luria. And by Politico's Meredith McGraw, candidates for RNC chair are set to square off. The simmering race between incumbent RNC chair Ronna McDaniel and Armit Dillon will heat up further at a planned candidate form scheduled for January 25th and 26th. My pillow founder Mike Lindell says he'll participate too. Meredith notes, the potential for fireworks may be limited in one sense, however. The candidate forms will be exclusive to RNC members, proxies, or representatives. It will not be broadcast or open to the public. Most of you didn't know Blake Hounchel, but all of you were influenced by him. He nurtured and mentored dozens of young journalists who now populate virtually every significant news organization. He plucked brilliant academics from obscurity and turned them into influential writers. He shaped the world of online political news, newsletters, and social media for over a decade at Foreign Policy, Politico, and the New York Times. He put together the current incarnation of Playbook. He helped create Politico magazine. He taught beat reporters how to become long-form storytellers. He relentlessly spotted and recruited new talent. He was a terrific reporter with a rare breadth of knowledge. If you haven't heard the news, we lost Blake yesterday. It was sudden and it was baffling. His friends were texting and emailing with him about dinner plans and story ideas and a new class he was set to teach at NYU. He was tweeting and then he was gone. He committed suicide after a long struggle with depression. Blake was a singular figure in Washington journalism, and we asked some of those who knew Blake best to share some remembrances of him. This is Rachel Bade, co-author of Politico Playbook. Blake was an amazing editor. In a lot of ways, I feel like he embodied the essence of Politico here. He loved a good story and a good scoop. And I remember about a year ago, I had stayed up all night working on this playbook top for a Saturday morning about this really nasty fight going on between Speaker Pelosi and her staff and White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain when they were trying to pass, you know, build back better in the infrastructure package. And I remember after it came out about these two sides warring uh, with each other, Drew Hamill, who was Pelosi's top communications guy at the time, he came after me on Twitter. And I remember Blake sent me the tweet and said, Keep up the good work. It was stuff like that. He also had an eye for talent, too. He would always text me asking me about various reporters I had worked with over the years and whether they would do well at Politico. He was always looking to make the place, you know, even better than it is now. But I guess I would say, more importantly, Blake was a friend and a really good colleague. When I had my daughter Skyla last June... He was one of the first people to text me congratulations after it ran in Playbook that I had just had a baby. Called her a, quote, adorable kiddo or something of that nature. It was really nice. 
And over the years, he knew among some of, some of the editors and, and reporters I've worked with that my husband had struggled with mental health issues on and off, you know, throughout my entire time knowing him and throughout our marriage. And I know Blake, a lot of times he would ask me, how's your husband doing? And I didn't know it at the time that he was suffering from depression himself. He would later tell me about it a little bit over dinner one time when we had the whole team together and he and I just struck up a conversation at the side. He was always looking out for me and for my husband too and just inquiring how we were doing. So that really meant a lot to me. He's really going to be missed. This is Eugene Daniels, Playbook co-author. Um, from the second I walked into the political building, Blake always made time to talk to me and other reporters. He would help sharpen your stories or just listen um, to both your professional and personal issues. He was generous in every sense of the word and shared his insight, his story ideas, support whenever um, we needed it. He seemed to know everything and everyone, and somehow was still humble enough to share it with the rest of us. He was one of the first editors at Politico that seemed to take an interest in me and believe that I could go from a video reporter who sometimes wrote stories to a White House reporter and playbook co-author. We met over and over and over again as they were building out both teams, and somehow he never showed his cards, allowing me to tell him the kind of stories I wanted to tell and how I saw my career going. The moment that I have, have revisited a lot today is when he actually told me the news that I was going to be on the White House team. And honestly, I wasn't sure if that I was up for it. I was nervous um, to make that, that sort of jump. And he gave me one of the best compliments and pieces of advice a reporter or a person could get. He said, you never seem scared to question or confront anyone, editors, lawmakers, presidential candidates, never lose that. And to me, that's his legacy, not the amazing stories that he wrote or the edits that he made, but the lives that he touched, the folks he mentored to help turn us into better versions of ourselves. And I will miss him. This is Elizabeth Ralph, the editor of Politico magazine. Uh, Blake was a longtime mentor of mine. He was my first boss and one of my first editors, and I'll miss him. I will definitely miss his sense of fun and mischief and creativity, all qualities that really shaped my own sensibility as a journalist and made Blake just a fun journalist to be around. He craved intellectual depth and he craved impact, but he also hated the conventional and he wanted to make waves and he wanted to shake things up. I will miss Blake's amazingly wide-ranging and deep intellect. I mean, he always had a new curiosity or a new part of history he was learning about or a new cooking technology he was obsessed with. He always had something new on his mind that he wanted to share. And I will miss his advice. You know, in more recent weeks, I had called him with a couple big things that I was wrestling with and he always, he had this positive can-do attitude about it each time. You know, he'd say, okay, 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 here's really what you need to do. Nothing ever seemed insurmountable when I could talk it through with Blake. I'll miss Blake dearly. Um, I know a lot of people around him or who knew him well, 
but he also had an amazing impact on the people he worked with, including me. And in that sense, his memory will really live on. When we asked those who knew him to write in for this morning's playbook, some 13 pages worth of tributes came in from across the worlds of journalism and politics. And we'd love to hear from you still. Send them in to playbook at politico.com. And if you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide, call or text 988 to reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. Vice President Kamala Harris will host climate and environmental leaders to discuss administration actions at 3 p.m. The Senate is out today. The House meets at 10 a.m. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Monobalan. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning.